0: It's not Good afternoon, afternoon, America. This is Tim Wingate sitting in for Michael Herzog, American Awakening, Hour 2. We've had some wonderful news that the uh, press conference went off really well with the Browns, apparently, that uh, a lot of good news coverage, and people out there are starting to see. We hope that we'll get some more information As to specifically what went on when we had a report from Mike last hour, Uh, the conference was still going on, and he was supposed he needed to leave to go answer some questions. So I'm sure we'll get another update as uh, time goes on. I'm not sure if uh, John's going to call into his show and uh, give us an update exactly what's going on. So stay tuned to RBN. We'll keep you apprised as to what's going on with the Browns out there and get an idea, see if it's picked up on your local news, if uh, your local stations pick up the feed from the uh, the big news companies, if you will, on the rest of this. It'll be interesting to see if they will cover it or not. We do know that at certain stories and certain situations are spiked by the upper powers that be because they don't want us common folk getting some ideas, <laughs> whatever those ideas may be. One of the things I like to do, and I like to be a person of action and give people solutions, give people ideas on how they can fight back that they just don't have to submit to this system. You have to be creative. And sometimes you have to learn to think backwards. Think kind of from the inside out. Take a little clue for what they have to say about things. And a great little article that I came across, was out of the Seattle Times, and it was one of these little situations where I thought, I, I go, funny, funny uh, headline says, city tells workers pop corn cautiously or else. Well, it seems like that over a period of, oh, in three years, eight times in three years, 400 people in the City Hall and the Seattle Municipal Tower and an 11-story Justice Center had to be evacuated out because the employees had inadvertently and accidentally started burning microwave popcorn in the microwave, creating smoke, which set off the fire alarms, the smoke alarms, and everyone had to be evacuated until they found out exactly what was going on. So little old me who embraces his, his internal inner outlaw, I should say, embraces his inner outlaw, looked at that, thinking a little backwards, going, hmm, here's an idea, folks, of something we can do. We'll deal with that when we come back. Stay with us. We'll be back with Alan Watt." I think we're back. All right. Hello, America. Tim Wingate back with you on the Michael Herzog American Awakening program here on RBN Live. Want to finish up something here a little bit, and then we're going to go to our special guest, Alan Watt. Right before the break, I was talking to you about... The city of Seattle warning their employees in their various municipal buildings that they had better be careful about popping corn. That's not quite a ban yet, they say, but it's been very disruptive. And they, there may be disciplinary action or they may just outright ban microwave popcorn for the city employees completely because. Over the last three years, over eight times, more than 400-plus people have had to evacuate the building because the fire alarms went off, because the smoke alarms went off when somebody was burning microwave popcorn. So thinking and embracing my the principle of embracing my inner outlaw, you just do the opposite of what they say. If you need to shut down a building, what do you do? Well, you just bring in some microwave popcorn, and you you ought to know the drill by now. You know, uh, Ron Popeil and his uh, rotissa thingamajig? You said it and forget it. A little freedom shenanigan there, folks. We're approaching a time where a little civil disobedience, some shenanigans, some fun stuff, My old granny used to tell me, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Well, you know, this could work, could have some fun. I can just see it now. The smell of burnt popcorn in the air as fire trucks roar and everyone's escaping a building and somebody who had to go to court on a stupid child protective service thing or some other seriously or un made-up thing, something ridiculous, eh, might be a little time for a reprieve. Who knows? Could happen. Could happen. All right. Let's move on. My friend, Alan, what? You are not a stranger to the show, I understand. Are you with us? Yes, I'm here.
1: Yep.
0: Excellent. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, I have, uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to you on the uh, the occasion or two that I have had, and you know uh, you're familiar. I would hope, uh, or do are you familiar? I should just phrase it as a question: Are you familiar with the, Ed and the Elaine Brown situation in New Hampshire? Yeah, pretty well. Uh, one of many. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one of many. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. They're, they're not the only ones who've had this kind of a situation.
1: Yes, yeah, been going on for years. Generally quietly, and most people simply cave in and um, give up, and and that's what governments are now used to. Yeah,
0: you know
1: that brings up a a,
0: a kind of a speculative question: What do you think governments, uh, possibly there in Canada, uh, U.S., uh, you know, when people start standing up more and more, like Edna Lane, or doing as? I, you know raise the possibilities of different freedom shenanigans
1: what do you think the government response will be well they've told us what it will be um, all NATO countries um, have run on the same agenda because there are no independent countries anymore in fact there haven't been for a while and um, it just they haven't openly declared it to the public they're conditioning us to accept it this little pieces of, sort of news and propaganda but they haven't openly said to the public that we're already international uh, and they won't until the u.s. has finished its job in the Middle East um, however um, you're running on the same system as Britain that published in the newspapers from the Ministry of Defense which which writes up the bills for NATO and the, the US is part of NATO uh, their forecast for the next 20 or 30 years and it's nothing but what they see as public unrest, uprising, flash mobs, they call it, and, and uh, the responses that they will have to do to maintain order in society. Now, they don't say what's going to happen to make that uh, Joe Sixpack and Jane uh, Champagne stand up and start protesting, but obviously what well, we do know what's going to happen is they change the whole system in which we live From one reward system of earning money and being a wage slave to the next step which is to work for this uh, the world state Uh, so they've uh, forecast a a world of upheavals unrest spontaneous violence and they're prepared in their own statements to use neutrino bombs on the general public and that's from the top Ministry of Defense Department for Britain so in, in essence they're telling us that
0: we are going to have to comply, yep. or they'll kill us. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, you know, when somebody issues that kind of a challenge to me, my immediate response is, well, then if I don't kill you first. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. And it's it, it, this is this is why I, I've often believed that the the day of the direct confrontation is over, mm-hmm. and we. People need to start studying different techniques, such as that uh, Michael Collins used
1: in Ireland mm-hmm. against the British. Yeah, well, the well, thing is too, you are going to remember, this is not uh, a recent takeover of a government anywhere. Right. Uh, right. This has been going on for centuries. And people forget that in the United States alone, there was another um, revolution in 1801. Uh, when a a group tried to take over and uh, be the Warhawks, basically, and go their own direction. And there there was a civil um, revolution which got it back to the two-party system again. Uh, Jefferson played a big hand in getting it back. But uh, they were well aware, even then, that there was a globalist society with a globalist agenda that was going to use all the big nations' Um, to further their, their planetary takeover basically with uh, a new system of control with science backing them up uh, very Darwinistic in its, its agenda uh, very cold and ruthless and very power hungry a belief that the, the, those who had the intellect and had acquired the wealth had the right to rule over the rest of the public and decide the future for everyone and these people that you were you were talking about go by different names. And there's many uh, societies, and that's just it. You see what they're composed of really are the psychopathic elements that you'll find within every every group or people or creed. There's always an element of the psychopath you we all have met them in school. Sure, we oh, call them bullies they're bullies and oh. We have an epidemic of bullying
0: in our society yeah especially in uh, jobs
1: where they're highly competitive. Yes, and uh, there's no doubt about it. This whole system actually, is, that we think is ours is not ours at all. It's theirs. They gave us the culture. Uh, they train us at school to go out and compete, compete, and and success is is the whole name of the game to get to the top by every means possible. If you look at all the famous people, Uh, pretty well the old families in the U.S. or the British or any other government, the hereditary dynasties that you see in politics now and then, um, they all started off as either pirates, uh, buccaneers, (laughs) freebooters, dope sellers, uh, whatever, uh, warmongers.
0: Wasn't wasn't Thomas Aquinas who basically told the story of
1: the the pirate and the emperor? Yes, yeah. And and even, even that was an old story long before him. Uh, so so these are in fact even those stories came from ancient Egypt there's nothing new under the Sun mm-hmm. uh, it's the same system of, of profit debt and whoever runs the system of money and debt. In fact, money sh- to be honest with you money is the key to all things in the system um, it's, it's something which would always be taken over by the, the clever psychopaths who understand how to manipulate uh, people through money and how to bamboozle them by pretending that there's a science involved Uh, when anything is so complex the average person can't understand it you're being fooled whether it's law money or anything else that's a very good that's a very good
0: insight on that you you made made me think of a of a question here as you were talking about that they created our society they've uh, given us they've straightened created all of this i I have gone, uh, I've questioned the issue of uh, of the Masonic orders. We can see the evidence of Masonry throughout our society. We have great public works that have Mason uh, symbology on it. You have police patches that
1: proudly display the compass and the square. Yeah, if you look at the British system, the British system, uh, in fact, the British Commonwealth system. The police have a band around their, their hats with their the, checkerboard the checker right round it. Yeah. yeah, we have that in Chicago.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the question I have, then, is what right do we have to rebel mm-hmm. against the, uh,
1: I call them the system lords? Well, I always tell people, you know, when you rebel against something, you better get your facts right of what you're rebelling against and what you're trying to keep or save or even produce. Because people don't, uh, and and even the Founding Fathers said the same thing, that it took them 20, 30 years of organization before they had the revolution. That's Uh, true. Otherwise, you're an unorganized mob. If you're not organized, you get walked over by professionally trained standing armies. That's a good thing. Hold that thought. Folks, we'll come back after the break. Stick with us. Tim
0: Wingate here, Alan Watt, on the Michael Herzog American Awakening on RBN. Good afternoon, America. Tim Wingate here on the Michael Herzog show, American Awakening. We're talking with Alan Watt. He mentioned something that that sparked another little reference to me about uh, the Founding Fathers recognizing that the the planning for the uh, American War for Independence took many years. I I do know for sure that uh, John Adams wrote that he believed that the revolution actually started January 30th 1750 and that's when Jonathan Mayhew preached was a at the time a very important sermon dealing with uh, revolution and the right of the king To rule and a free Man's responsibility and a, a, another a, a number Of other subjects and so we can Easily see that it was at least as you Said you know 25 to 30 years From 1750 To 1776 uh, To and, and even before as these ideas And these thoughts started to circulate in the Minds of the founding fathers so that That brings us back to the, the issue uh, and the question of what is it that we need to be careful of as we are trying to resist against these people who have created this system that we're, we are benefiting from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, that's just it. Uh, we can't say this is the good bit, this is the bad bit. I like this, I'll save that, I'll throw this away. Our whole culture really is not our culture at all. It's been promoted and marketed to us. Uh, from cartoons right up through adulthood. Um, propaganda is put <laughs> over through fiction. In fact, it's the best means of planting ideas in someone's mind uh, via emotion. That's what drama is for. And most cool. drama, that's why there's so many cop shows and uh, <laughs> hospital <laughs> shows and uh, social worker shows on television. It's propaganda to instill in you that the state is taking charge of every aspect, major aspect of your life. From cradle to grave and people have come to expect that and uh, now I mean, in 30 years people now are booking their parents into old age homes as a normal thing to do uh, rather than take care of them at home and that's what the elite wanted because they wanted the male and the female in the workforce both paying taxes to the system and then when there's no family unit left there's no one to stand up for the individual between the government and the individual Uh, this was all planned and written about over a hundred years ago by people uh, at that time uh, involved in uh, the World revolutionary party which became the communist party so uh, we're just living a strategy in fact we've been living a business plan our whole lives and so were your parents we we adapt we adapt so quickly to changes Uh changes become the normal so quickly and we have all these little cheap goodies from china There's very few people, in fact, no one protested at the time, uh, it's only since the early 90s that your main factories left shore to go to China. Uh, It was all done quietly, and people didn't even question what was happening. You know, this this is where I I really appreciate your
0: your insight into this, and you have a wonderful website called CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com, and that gets us. I want to read something right off of the very top that you say it's a part of your course in deprogramming. It says, In all ages and all lands there have been those who seek truth. This, is, this seeking is an individual search for something more than self and much more than the confines of this worldly system. It is the seeker who understands there is more than what meets the eye, who is not afraid and makes the choice to go into the unknown. The process of awakening has become Has begun. The discovery is underway. This is part of a course in deprogramming. So, obviously, you you recognize this.
1: What what do you suggest people do to deprogram themselves? Well, number one, in all ages, the majority of the public just studying history, and this was known in ancient Greek times. In fact, The, the majority of the public will go with whoever rules them. They will go to the bitter end obeying whoever rules them if there is any revolution throughout history uh, they simply benefit as a side effect of the acts and the deeds of a few so they go with the winner in all situations they're almost along for the ride they're passive participants in their own lives they don't they're not active participants in their lives they question nothing Uh, as long as they have enough free time to play and uh, do the things they want to do. Um, They don't mind being happy wage slaves under totalitarian types of rule, which is what we really have today. It might be, it's not even so covert anymore because government agencies have given themselves the rights through policy making, not through law making, but policy making to come into anyone's home, snatch your child or grab an elderly person and snatch them into the hospital and put them in a hospice. Uh, this is the normal now, and people accept it until it happens to them, which to the individual is unthinkable. Of course, that's why they permit it to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're you're
1: absolutely right. I think Jefferson said that in uh, the
0: Declaration of Independence. Said that mankind that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right
1: themselves by abolishing the forms to which they. Are accustomed. Yeah, and, and that's been the same in all ages. Change is always made by a few uh, who can pray through it and who actually stand up, and they will suffer always. Well, we got some good stuff because we're the few, and we'll be
0: back after the break with Alan, and we will continue to talk on this subject. Stay with us. with the Michael Herzog show, American Awakening, and we have Mike on the line with us with an update. Mike, go ahead, okay, thank you, Tim. okay,
2: uh, John and I the press conference is over with we left. We're just now headed out. We're in the mountains, so you may lose me, but at any rate, uh, the press conference went well. There was about I would say thirty reporters there national uh c n n was there uh, oh, there was a couple of other ones. Um now again we don't have any control over you know whether they you know the, whether they cut in and edit and so forth but uh it looks like it's going to make national news we can just hope for the best however i will say that it was uh was a good idea to have Randy come up Randy Weaver is going on Good Morning America tomorrow morning uh John and I hooked with Hannah Marie, who's the producer for Good Morning America's Paula Zahn, and he's going to get airtime tomorrow morning. So that's great news. John and I, had, uh, we, we uh, uh, did about an hour's conference with Sheriff Prozo uh, down in Newport, and what we got out of him was that uh, it, we are going to talk to the county attorney, Mark Hathaway, and uh, push for opening up a uh, grand jury investigation on the trial itself. And we did get a commitment from Sheriff Prozo. That, um, uh, he will have no opposition of going forward with that. The only other thing I will say is that the sheriff has assured us that he wants this to come, to, he wants to see this come to a, a peaceful end. Uh, we also had an incident last night where we were leaving the Browns property and there was a sh- uh, the police officer, city police officer out on patrol who um, John of course stopped and we had a, the opportunity to chat with for about 5 or 10 minutes and this gentleman very pleasant police officer 63 year old uh, fellow been on the force for several years knows the Browns very well and he assured us as well that the uh, uh, the city police want to see this come to an amicable conclusion they, he gave me No indication that any of the uh, uh, police officers uh, were being anything but kind to the Browns. So that's good news. Uh, At at, at this juncture, it is my belief that the uh, the feds are uh, they've backed off. We didn't see any feds up there anywhere near the place. I do know for a fact that Sheriff Prozo is listening to RBN. He said so in his office. So um, uh, that's interesting. They are monitoring us. The um, uh, the police, the sheriff's office, they're they're, uh, they're not aggressive. Okay, they're waiting to see what the Fed's going to do. The Fed right now is not doing anything. That's good news. Okay, so uh, we're going to push this issue on the uh, grand jury convening and see if we can uh, have them look into this case and reach some kind of an amicable, amicable conclusion. All right. So that's the update, buddy.
0: Thanks, Michael.
2: Okay. I'll Thank you. you. Okay, right,
0: drive safe. Bye-bye. All right, well, thank you, uh, Alan, for uh, waiting <laughs> as we got this update on the situation. Mm-hmm. yeah and uh, anyway, back to our discussion well we we know we have these these people, and I like to talk about practical means of resistance, and I really like your website name Cutting through the Matrix, because I think the the analogy is is very apropos mm-hmm. for what we're going to especially since you've talked about how there is the uh, they've created this culture we're all supposed to be happy little worker bees and
1: uh, et-, et cetera well, we, what do you we, suggest we, better, we do? Yeah. we better be happy little worker bees <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah yeah.
0: well um, it, it hasn't always been that way and as you said that they've they're positioned in such a way that they seem to be able to benefit from almost any calamity that occurs, whether it's man-made or natural, and there's some question as to how natural, natural calamities yeah. actually are. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they they seem to be positioned. Uh, what do you suggest we, as freedom-loving people, do, whether in Canada or
1: in the U.S.? Yeah, again, I, n- I would never expect the majority... Right. To, to side with anyone. The majority, and that's what we're talking about, you know, it's the minority that makes things happen. It's the minority. And again, it's, it's more than just saving something. How can you save something which really is so corrupt, uh, right. so far removed from anything that was begun long ago?
0: So do you think it's too late uh, in America, And keeping with the same concept, do you think it's too late in America to alter
1: this form of government? Maybe we should abolish it and institute something where, where new? Whatever comes out would have to be a new system uh, remember this too the elite have already uh, a long time ago planned their new system uh, wh- where we will all be again happy little robots with no ability to think eventually if they get their way with science the science is already proven and ready to go they just have to convince us to, that it's all a natural progression uh, however we can't go along with this part of the system and to stop time right here because it's so corrupt right now there's nothing left to save it's corrupt from the top right down. The whole system has has fallen apart. It was rotten at its foundations, to be honest, because when money came in with the debt, perpetual debt and compound interest, uh, that was it. That's part of the reason they had the revolution, was not to have the same system that ran Europe for hundreds of years, running the Americas. They knew that uh, compound interest and debt, uh, and then its subsequent wars that it causes, to, to get money back into the coffers for all the debt, we go on indefinitely. In fact, what the U.S. is doing now is just the culmination of the part of the plan, the final takeover of the last people who are holding out against the system in the Middle East. They're standardizing the world, and the U.S. were over, well, definitely since Wilson, there's no doubt about that, and Mandel House, the U.S. have been uh, the, the battering ram, the supplier of munitions and men. to to push the final leg for this world to take over yeah it seems like
0: uh, I've heard this said before and I've often mentioned it to to others when they've talked about that they want to fight against the new world order and I kind of
1: chuck on we are the new world order don't you get it that's right yeah there's no doubt about it Um, I mean Wilson was put forward as the front man to bring in the League of Nations and to fund it into existence Mandel House was more important than Wilson because he was the main advisor. The advisors are always more important than the presidents. And because the advisors are in contact with the guys over in London. And Mandel House's contact was uh, Sir L. Gray in London. And uh, Gray was part of the this very top elite for pushing the British world system or the London world system across the whole world. And they thought by creating a League of Nations which would transform into a global government, which so it is, has become the United Nations, um, then they could do it that way. But they knew they'd need the United States for manpower, for raw resources, for manufacturing of the war machine. And that's all right. the U.S. has been doing since.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's interesting that you mention uh, uh, Gray in that uh, I came across some material a while
1: back, Oh dealing with the, the order of the gray men? Have you heard of that? Well, I first put out the gray men, well, years oh. ago. And um, the gray men are, uh, and lots of pe- see, I, there's people making their livings off what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, if, but the gray men are the men that go between the chessboard, between the black and the white squares. They're called the gray men. Uh-huh. They, so there, there's always the, the visible politicians in this respect. It's the white squares, those are visible to the people. The dark ones are—that's th- are, what's done in the darkness and secret—and then you have the grey men that go between the Kissinger types, that go between the real bosses, the presidents and prime ministers, with what they have to do with their agenda. Well, that sounds like the—it sounds like the Bilderbergers. The Bilderbergers are only one part of it. It's a multi-faceted pyramid here, with each per- uh, perfect section in um, contact with the, the stones above it, and the Bilderbergers. Um, are just one facet to deal with royalty. Coming presidents and prime ministers get invited there before the public hear their names spoken. So uh, well, they're just another for. front. They're just one of the many front organizations. They're not just fronts. They're, they're, oh. they're, they're, they're specialized uh, parts. They're think tanks. They're specialized think tanks. The Club of Rome for instance, one of its main objectives is world depopulation and the, the Club of Rome plans out future crisis that we can uh, they can control the people. They even say in their own book that they sat round a table, and they said, for a substitute for war, when there's no one to fight, how do we keep government in power? And then it says we hit upon the idea that we are causing an environmental problem, and therefore mankind right. is the enemy. Now that was from their own book published by the Club of Rome, it's yeah. the main think tank. They then market that to the lower think tanks, right down to the media, that propagandizes it into existence. Maybe
0: we need to uh, start our own uh, freedom think tanks on uh, ways of short-circuiting and circumventing.
1: It would take more than oh. just short circuits See, what we need is a new way. Well, this a is new way? way? This way we're in uh. today is anti-human. All right. It truly is. It's not cohesive with the people. It, it divides the people. And uh, the great experiment, as the United States was called initially, uh, was only to be a great experiment as long as people... Uh, had their own little farm and they were completely independent now with commerce and industry they all knew that they'd go the same way as europe if they were not careful because in with with commerce and industry comes the debt then comes armies etc uh, that go along with it so they knew that the u.s could only be free if every little family could stay independent mm-hmm. and in power over its government not the other way around and so you're talking of... about you, you're talking about a new way and and I know
0: on your site, oh by the way, just a note to uh to uh thomas our our engineer I'm experiencing a thunderstorm here, and I may get knocked off, so you're going to have to wing it if that happens, but let's hope it doesn't okay uh anyway back back to you Alan uh, your site deals with cutting through the matrix, and obviously. We're, we're in some kind of a manufactured reality, not necessarily the, the specifics of the movie, but that's an analogous
1: to, to what Absolutely. we're in. Absolutely. So in fact, how true. do we do that? How do we fight through it? Give us, uh, somebody, again, give us three those, things we can do. Those who can get through it, people, you just don't wake up and say, my goodness, my lifestyle is changing, I'm going to stop it. That's how most people actually think. Uh, and they don't get past that. It's only when the system is affecting their routine that they, they start objecting and complaining. They don't realize, wait a minute, my routine was given to me too. My 6 o'clock news was given to me. My favorite sports games at the weekend are, are given to me. That's their favorite routine. Uh, you've got to break beyond all of that, and you've got to sit down and say, now, what is the value of humanity? What's the value of living in the first place? What, what's the value... In a peaceful society of neighbor to neighbor what are the right values and what are the things that that, that destroy those values once you look, look at what destroys those values you'll see it all around you has been implemented divide and conquer uh, one-upmanship and uh the jones keeping up with the jones it's there's nothing humane in this system when we dispose of our elderly because they don't pay they don't produce and consume anymore they're just consumers and uh, when we when we allow people to come in government agencies or even teachers and uh, literally lobotomize chemically the brains of young men who are your future leaders they're the brighter ones amongst them and they become troublesome at school because they ask questions and then they're starting something like Ritalin and their brains are fried we're watching a horror show happen we're allowing it to happen because hey it's not my child and 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 we were so disconnected. Well, it
0: sounds like you're, t- you're you're talking about Alan. Sounds like you're you're talking about something that uh, Jesus talked about when he was asked, "Who is my neighbor?" Yeah. And he gave the illustration, of course, of the uh, the good Samaritan who was looked down upon by the Pharisees of the day, mm-hmm. and uh, he reached out to to anybody. So you're you're talking somewhat about reaching out and you understanding that you we're we're, we're part. But. Uh, you know, people like to do things in groups. And individually, I understand this. I, I have a number of friends who, for the lack of a better term, have become survivalists. Mm-hmm. In that they have tried, they've dropped off the grid, dropped out of the system, uh, have have gone through numerous uh, name changes and location changes to become uh, as anonymous to the system as possible. Not everybody can do that. What can Joe Sixpack and Jane Champagne do.
1: Joe Sixpack can stay as Joe Sixpack, to be honest, because it's not my job to to, to get him off his booze. That's his problem.
0: Well, you know, I, all, I'm, all I'm do, not necessarily
1: saying do. booze. I'm I i do not mean it. It yeah, is true. It is true. People are stuck in a routine which they enjoy. Well, it's, like, it's like true. But what about
0: the minority them. of us? Let's let's forget about the majority. Let's talk to the remnant
1: here. Well, they have to decide themselves what kind of world they would like to live in as opposed to how it is right now and it always brings you back in any age it's the same problems what what uh, what's your relationship from for man to man um what is the purpose is the purpose just to be successful and have x amount of numbers digits in the bank or a piece of paper or a computer um is that the function of life or to, or to save up and say i'm okay I know there's disaster happening around me, so I don't care. Well, see, you've already got that system. You you have a system that does not care. And so it's self-destructive at the bottom level. Now, the elite know this. It's not meant to last terribly long. They already know this, that it's crumbling through corruption, right down to the bottom, because as the king goes, so do the people, the old, old saying, you see. Okay, okay, so we we recognize this. And so you, you can't save that when it's already totally corrupt it's like a cancer you cannot uh, avoid the cancer there you got to get it out you
0: know well then what choice do people have other than submitting to the existing system and whatever changes that the system
1: lords go through it will take people to start saying no and enough and it's not just that the people who are mentally active in this and who understand what's happening Uh, don't just sit down and clap their hands when they hear of an occasional success. They must get involved. And just showing your face at at certain places at the right time, like this occasion with the Browns, uh, it makes a big, big difference because the cockroaches don't like uh, to see ordinary people standing up there witnessing what they're doing.
0: Okay, okay. So maybe uh, as as group, now I go back to... The founding fathers of this nation, and uh, that they created a situation in which people had to make a choice. We know roughly one third of the co- of the people in the colonies were sided with the founding fathers. One third became were Tories, and a lot of them moved up by you <laughs> and, and up there in Canada. And roughly another third sat it out to see who you know which way the wind blew. Yeah. as to which side they were going to be on. So we know that there's a minority of us, and it's a, a remnant. So being active and supporting resistance actively is what it sounds like is one step closer toward making this uh, a nation or a country or a community that we want to live in.
1: Yes, yeah, so a whole value we'll,
0: change. Yeah. Great. We'll be back after the break, folks, here on RBN. All right, good afternoon, America. Tim Wingate sitting in for the traveling Michael Herzog on the American Awakening. I have our guest today is Alan Watt. Alan Watt has a website, very simple, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com, and he's got tools and information and seminars and downloads on just about everything about Globalism and the New World Order and other esoteric information that you are probably interested in finding out. And we're talking with him about some specific things that can be done. And one of those is to join in peop- with people who are resisting the system. Alan, we have a caller on the line. Would you like to take a call? Sure, yeah. Okay. Jeff from Missouri, you're on. Greetings. How are you all doing today? Doing well. I appreciate
2: you your question. Sh- yeah, I appreciate your show, sir. Um, resistance. I mean, do we go on the offensive and, and go try to take these people out,
1: or just sit back and, and play defense? Mm, Alan, well, it's no, I guess I'll the, tell you the one question. Thing. You can't get offensive at the moment. I can tell you because there's not a single group out there that isn't infiltrated. In fact, many of them were started up by the CIA years ago. And so you, you got to, if you're going to be offensive, you would to understand you'd have to start off, there's no doubt, uh, trying to do it in a, in a, a more uh, passive nature of uh, dialogue and uh, putting terms and conditions out, because um, they're all ready. They have been ready for years. They've been arming for years for the troubles coming down about now, and they're all prepared for it. So
0: you can't fight on own they're... game.
1: You know, Hang on, guys. Hang on, guys. Okay. So it
0: sounds like, you know, part of the question I, I I have is that, you know, what people, you know, would would, would we, you know, as it, it, Jeff says, take out? Well, what, I would what people,
2: uh, you know, personally, fellas, I was starting on a local level at the, the Masonic Lodge seems to be where these guys are gravitating in and out of. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, there again, court system, uh, you know, who is really the enemy and where are they at? And, um, I mean, can you do it right. in, a, in a, you know, once you do one locally, if the other dominoes don't fall pronto, right. then, then, then
0: someone's, you know, here in a lot of trouble, you know what I mean? Right, and they're expecting this kind of thing, and this is one of the so concerns we had with the Browns, is that we don't want to have a, a showdown or a resistance, because that's what the excuse that they're going to use to clamp down.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's, what, that's what the whole Terrorism Act is about. It's nothing to do with the Middle East. It's about the whole system here and in the West to be changed over the next year. So
0: we years. need to outsmart them, right, Alan? We need to yeah. outsmart them and engage them, as you said, in dialogue. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the reasons that uh, I keep harping on this, if you will, and that is when, when you look at argumentation, the five premises of the Declaration of Independence is what basically made things start to move in this country. And I've said it, and I stand by it. If you don't agree with the five premises that are contained in the Declaration of Independence, then you are not an American patriot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jefferson himself said that um, when you see a format or a system going through from one change of house that meant from government to the next, then you are already under a form of tyranny. And that's here. Oh, yes, sir. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Jeff, for calling.
0: Alan, thank you so much. Once again, folks, he's got books and tapes and all kinds of great things on cuttingthroughthematrix.net. This is Tim Wingate. We'll be back with you tomorrow on the uh, (laughs) Michael Herzog's show. And uh, log on to freedom shenanigans, and see some of the things that you can do. Carpe Libertas. Seize liberty, everybody. See you tomorrow.